Welcome to WP Coffee Talk with your podcast barista, Michelle Frechette. Special thanks to our amazing sponsors, Century Hosting, Expander Digital, GoWP, and WP Explorer. WP Coffee Talk is a proud supporter of Big Orange Heart, whose mission is to support and promote positive well-being and mental health within remote working communities. Please consider a donation to Big Orange Heart to continue to support this great mission. Welcome to WP Coffee Talk. I'm here today. Today it's a June day. I don't know when this is going to air, probably sometime in like August, but it's a June day today. And one month ago here in Rochester, we hit a, an all-time low temperature for that day of 27 degrees and snow. In less than a month, it's, it's in the 90s here. Um, but you're in California and so you probably have a little bit different weather than I do. My guest today is Joe A. Simpson, Jr. Hi, Joe. How are you doing? Hey, Michelle. How are you? I'm doing great. You <laughs> joke good. about the weather. Here, it's, we go through these spells in Southern California where we have multiple days of 100 degrees. It's in the hundreds today, and it's smoking. So. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah, it's been, um, it's been un unseasonably warm for us for the last week, I would say. But, you know, when you talk about the fact that in, in less than two weeks, in 13 days in, in Rochester, we went from 27 to 92 in literally 13 days. So, um, yeah, the, the weather here is crazier than me. <laughs> <laughs> We're all a little crazy. And We're actually, unfortunately, unfortunately, we have a wildfire right now, which is sort of early uh, for them, too. So helicopters are buzzing over. So if you hear a weird, a weird noise, that's uh, the firefighters nearby. So. Yeah, well, if you need to suddenly leave to stay safe, I'll understand. <laughs> I know. I think I'm profusely sweating already because I'm in, you know, in the in the garage here. But I think yeah. I'm fine. We'll be fine. Okay. Okay. Well, I turned my air conditioner off too for the noise, so we'll sweat together. How's that? That's right. That's right. <laughs> it'll, be like, it'll be like one of those hot yoga things. We'll just sweat together, and we'll have a exactly. podcast on the end of it. It'll be like you guys were like on opposite sides of the country, and you're still sweating together. Yeah, yeah. That's what WordPress will do for you. Explain with WordPress. That's right. Well, I always talk about how I, how I know people, and you and I have been in the same social circles for a while as far as, you know, we know each other through Twitter, we know each other through WordCamps and things like that, but we haven't actually hung out together in real That's life right. yet. So we've been together on a couple different calls. Uh, a couple weeks ago, was it two weeks ago? I can't even remember now. Was it just a week ago that we were on the same uh, WordCamp Kent uh, panel yep. together, and that was a lot of fun. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, and like you said, we, we I've always seen you and I always joke, I'm not a lurker, but there's all these awesome people in WordPress that I want to meet. You're on that list, but I've never had the chance. In first, and I'm a hugger too. So the yeah, first time, be ready for a hug. I will be ready. Open arms. Bring it on. <laughs> I love one of the quotes that came out of our um, panel together at WordCamp Kent was crazy, get stuff done. Do you remember that? Mm -hmm. So talking about the crazy, the crazy factor, here we are again and getting stuff done. So, so tell us a little bit about yourself. What do you do? Well, uh, I'm here in Southern California, uh, just north of Los Angeles. Uh, I'm a big WordPress fan, but uh, during the day I work for a large transit agency, the third largest in the country, uh, trying to get people out of their cars. But um, I do WordPress also, and I'm a big WordPress fan. I'm a lead organizer here, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. but we'll get into that later. But I'm a big fan of yours as well as WordPress. <laughs> yes. Well, I love um, I love seeing all the stuff you're doing. I loved watching you do your first online um, event this year, first online WordCamp. That was pretty exciting too. I think yours was the second ever. Yeah, we, um, yeah, we were after San Antonio. That was a lot yeah. of fun. 
the yeah. interesting thing was that we only had 19 days. Like we, we postponed it. And then once the camp started going online, I was asked if we wanted to go ahead with it. And I said, sure. And in 19 days we did it. So it was incredible. See, you're all crazy and crazy got stuff done. That's all I'm going to say That's about right. that, right? You got to sure. do it. When you, when you have a deadline and you got to get it done, you just get it done. Somehow you make it happen. That's right, for sure. Well, I always ask people to show me their mug. What are you drinking from today? Tell me what you're drinking from. Tell me what you're drinking. Well, I have a weird coffee story. I'm not really a coffee drinker or a tea drinker until recently. But when I was, I'm a lifetime learner. And when I was at uh, doing this night class and it was 7 to 10 after a long day at work, I was running out of energy and there was a, a, a coffee shop right up the street from the campus and I started drinking iced coffees. And so I only drink coffee when I'm really super tired. And so today, in honor of this uh, session, I got an iced coffee, but it's nice. in a mug. Um, my, when my daughter uh, was really young, we took her to one of those color me mine things. Oh yeah, yeah. She made this. So I have- That's uh, beautiful. That's so yeah, so that's my coffee mug for today. So I will be, so I'll fit I love in. It. There you go. Well. I wanted to fit in too, so I have a mug. <laughs> You're gonna laugh. I didn't want you to be the only one on the show today with a mustache uh -huh. and beard. So this is my mug. Oh, that's perfect. That's perfect. <laughs> so, so we're both we're both have mustaches and beard, but only when I'm drinking. Oh, nice. So, nice. And I have I have um, I'm drinking caffeine at five o'clock, so. We could take bets as to what time I might actually fall asleep tonight, but it still oh, tastes really what, good. That's what I was going to ask. Does that mean you're going to be up at two o'clock in the morning looking at the it's ceiling? A, it's a possibility, but if I'm awake, I'll write. You know, it's like I never waste time. It's all good. Wow. It's all good. So we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. So. And, you know, even all though right. I'm drinking mine at this time, it'll, I'll probably be up until two, too. <laughs> well, you can, you, can, uh, you can direct message me on Twitter if you're awake. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll talk. <laughs> So tell us, how did you get started with WordPress? I think I heard a little bit about a little bit of your story before, but I want I want everybody who's listening to the podcast to hear about how you got started with WordPress. Well, I sort of have two journeys in WordPress, and, okay. I, and I consider them. Um, I had a hard event, so I consider one before the hard event and one after. My <laughs> first uh, foray into WordPress was uh, we had a lead developer and a CSS goddess at our company, and they both left our company within a month of each other, and. I inherited a, a WordPress site with the headway theme and I had to figure out how to maintain it. Uh, the cool thing about the whole situation was that that year as a government agent, we had a budget to uh, move our site onto, into uh, WordPress VIP, mm -hmm. uh, which is an enterprise level of WordPress, which was awesome. And I was able to go to this WordPress intensive developer summit that's oh, up cool. in Napa. Matt was there and all those folks. So the amazing thing for me in terms of my journey was I was a front-end HTML person, designer type. And when you go to this de intensive developer conference, I had no idea what a virtual box was and this, but everybody was so helpful. I was like, wow, WordPress is incredible. So that introduced me to the community and I was just blown away. So that's, that's how it started. That's awesome. Now, how does somebody get the title CSS Goddess? Because I want that title. Well, I'm silly with nicknames and titles. I tend to, you know, I'm a creative person. I'm always yeah. you know, thinking of things. So I would always come up with titles for folks because in our community, you know, people that own companies are, you know, there's evangelist and this and that. Sure. So I just that you're the most awesome CSS person I've ever met. You're a CSS god. Okay. Well, at some point when we work together a little more, I know you and I are working on WordCamp US. We might talk about that a little bit later too. Uh -huh. um, I can't wait to hear what my nickname is. 
<laughs> You'll have to come up with one for oh, me. Nice. <laughs> well, you're so awesome with writing. It's going to be something related to writing. Oh, that'd be fun. <laughs> that would be awesome. I'd love that. My When I did my MBA back in um, the early 2000s, we worked in teams and they started calling me the wordsmith. That was my ah. title, and our group was just the oh, wordsmith because because it was like we somebody needs to write this, give it to Michelle. <laughs> so that was always fun. Awesome. So so that was the so that that was the first. Did you tell us both sides of that? Like so, what's the second part of, oh, so, of your WordPress journey? And so, and so with that, um, at our company, unfortunately, uh, the lead developer that I talked about, he wasn't a WordPress fan, and he came back to our company. So all the WordPress stuff that I did for our company was basic maintenance kind of things. We weren't really growing our network. Um, and three years ago, um, I found out I had two 100% blocked arteries. Wow. And I took a leave of absence. And while I, um, while I was recovering, you know, and the, the incredible thing about it was when you have a heart event and they have to go in and open up your blood vessels, it's like you're stripped down to zero. So I couldn't get out of bed without possibly passing out. So I was in deep thought constantly. I was like, what do I want to do with my life? Where do I go from here? I didn't know if I was going to live or what tomorrow would bring. Mm -hmm. And I said, I'm going to take a leave of absence. I'm going to take 90 days off from the office and I'm going to only do the things that I really love. And the fact that I had such a great experience with WordPress was I'm going to start. I never attended a meetup or anything like that. I was never really involved. Mm -hmm. I decided to go to a meetup. And over the next 90 days, I went to 18 meetups. I went to five word camps, including <laughs> virtual word camp US. And I saw all these incredible people doing awesome things. And I took something from here or something from there. And I, and I decided to host a meetup. I became an organizer there. And, and my first meetup, the very last slide was, um, I'm going to host a word camp in Santa Clarita. And for those that don't know, Santa Clarita is a tiny town. It's a fast growing community. It's one of America's best place to live kind of thing, which is a marketing term. But um, I said, we're going to have something there because if you're familiar with Southern California, we have a lot of word camps. We have five, mm -hmm. but there's nothing north of Los Angeles unless you get to Sacramento, which is a five hour difference. Right. So I said, we're going to have a meetup. I mean, we're going to have a word camp in Santa Clarita. And the people in the audience had no idea what, you know, some people were new to WordPress. They're like, what is this guy talking about? And so from that point on, we've gone full fledged in the WordPress and I've just done anything. I'm volunteering for everything. I'm on the work WordCamp US team. I've just done anything and everything WordPress. And it's been so rewarding because I sort of can give back, mm -hmm. but I also have an opportunity to express myself, which is, you know, which is kind of cool too. I love that. Did your family think you were crazy doing like 19 meetups in 90 days were they like he's going again <laughs> well you know um my, my wife is great um she did wonder why i was always going places instead of resting um but i had a routine you know i was going to the hospital for therapy mm -hmm. three times a week and walking in the park and i just told her i'm for these 90 days i just need it yeah. to, to come back and, and become awesome. human so, so yeah so it was therapeutic for me and she always encourages me to go for it. So that's awesome. Um, well, the community is the community completely benefited from your heart event. So not only am I glad that you are, you know, you're better, obviously, and that you're feeling well, but that um, that your passion led you to be the community organizer that you are and the community leader that you are, because we certainly need you in the WordPress community. So. Oh, thank you. I mean, WordPress is so nurturing. I mean, that's the cool it thing. It's, it's unlike, and I always joke, it's like night and day 
you know, I love where I work, but it's a corporate environment, dog eat dog, you know, yeah. that kind of environment. And WordPress is totally opposite. You know, it's mm -hmm. encouraging if you have a question, people will help you get the answer kind of thing. So it's, it's, it helps keeps me balanced. It keeps yeah. me balanced. So. I can completely understand and appreciate that as well. So that's also been my experience. I absolutely love our community. I think it shows. That's why I have a podcast, right? But, and that's um, why I love telling everybody else's stories and letting you, you know, talking to people all over the world like yourself and hearing what led you to be part of the WordPress community. What's interesting to me is some people do like what I call dipping their toe. And they kind of like, you know, like you, you, the water's cold maybe, so you put your toe in. Then like a little while later, you're up to your ankles. Then maybe up to your knees. No, no, no. Joe just decides he's just going to jump right into the pool. <laughs> Get wet right from the beginning. You did mention, you know, if my wife or family thought I was crazy. From time to time, my enthusiasm gets those kind of looks from people in the meetup audience or the work. They, they can't believe that I do the things I do. But like I said, I get so much from it. And, it's, mm -hmm. and it becomes contagious. I know in our community, for example, a couple of people that attended our meetups and our word camps eventually became organizers themselves and started mm -hmm. their own meetups. So it's, it's like it's a perpetual thing. You know, you give to someone yeah. and they give it back or give it to someone else. So it's incredible. Yeah, it's incredible. I, completely, I completely agree with you. Shifting gears a little bit. And I think when you organize meetups like, you know, you and I do, you get to see a lot of, a lot of WordPress websites. You get to see a lot of websites in general because you're helping people along the way. What's something that you think that we as de developers, designers, web builders don't focus enough attention on that make, would make our sites um, better for the end user? Well, that one's pretty easy. Um, as a designer, I'm always thinking about user experience mm -hmm. and Accessibility is probably the biggest thing. I mean, I think a lot of folks that get into WordPress, they think I'm going to build sites, I'm going to make money. I'm, you know, the, the quickest way to make the most profit kind of thing. But the basics of accessibility, I, I talk about it at WordCamps. I mean, if you just do basic things, you're halfway there. But mm -hmm. so many people are in, in such a hurry to make a quick process that, where they can bang out WordPress sites that they sort of ignore that. So to me, that's the biggest thing. And we, we've even, uh, one of the people I just mentioned who started one, she wants to focus a lot on, on accessibility uh, with her meetup. So, so we have quite a few people here in, in, in our valley that are mm -hmm. on the same bandwagon. So hopefully we're changing uh, the community and hopefully it'll trickle everywhere. Yeah, I agree. I think it's um, definitely something that's needed. And, and people who are just starting out don't even necessarily understand what it's all about. So the more we can... Um, incorporate that into our meetups, the better the web will be in general for, for everybody. So no, that's awesome. I love that she's going to focus on that. That's really cool. Very cool. Yeah, she's incredible. What's something, when you think back to your journey in WordPress, what's something that you wish you'd known earlier that you've learned since that might have made life a little bit easier? Well, I wish I would have went to that first meetup when I first got into WordPress. I mean, I think getting involved in the community, I, I had attended WordCamps. Mm -hmm. I had never volunteered. I mean, just getting involved in the community, that's a different way to grow. Um, you, you see people, um, I remember my first meetup, uh, there was an, a guy who talk about, talked about SEO. Um, the folks from WordCamp LA were there, and that's how I volunteered. I just decided I would say yes to everything. I think the thing that I would do differently, I wouldn't say no so much. I mean, and I would encourage, you know, just do, say yes because there may be some pain points in growing, but it's gonna make you grow and become better, so. 
Absolutely. Thinking on those experiences, so thinking about like not only WordCamps, but meetups and other WordPress events that you've been um, attended, what's a, a moment or two that was really kind of like, it was like, like an aha moment or pivotal experience for you that um, really made a difference to you? Um, what was it? Well, I know um, in the second part of my WordPress journey, um, way back at a WordCamp Los Angeles, um, I was walking through the break room to the back of the room to grab uh, ice water um, in between sessions. And Alex Vasquez, who's a big WordPress organizer here, you know, he's, a, he's an incredible person in our community. He handed me a microphone and he said, tell us about yourself. And so I had to stop what I was doing, gather myself. And I just basically told him a little bit about what I did for a living and, you know, my connection to WordPress. And then afterwards, when he took the microphone back, he said, you know, you should speak at a WordCamp. And it took me three years to do it, but I did. But I realized he's such an encouraging person. And the funny thing, and I think you've heard this story, is he tells everyone that. But it meant something to me right. because I was in a, a public speaking group in my office. Mm -hmm. um, so um, I had a desire to communicate better as a visual communicator and ex explain technical topics or tough topics to the non-techie. So mm -hmm. I started all, a lot of public speaking. And so that lit a fire in me to do more. And so that sort of drew me into the community. So that's a big moment for me. That's awesome. And Alex is awesome. He's been on, on the podcast before. So uh, people might remember that episode. He's, um, he also has just a wild sense of humor. Like that guy is a cutout. Yeah, he's got the greatest hair in WordPress too. <laughs> he does. I don't know yeah, if awesome. his I don't know if his Twitter handle still says this, but it used to he used to call himself the bootleg Chris Pratt, which he is still, I thought was he is still the bootleg Chris Chris Pratt. <laughs> <laughs> Makes me laugh every time. Yeah, the so amazing thing is that. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead. The amazing thing I was is just gonna say, there's so many stories like that. There's, um, mm -hmm. I remember. Um, like when I became a meetup organizer, Courtney PK was awesome. When I became a WordCamp organizer, Angela Jen was incredible. There's so many people along the way that yeah. have always held my hand along the way. And it's, it just makes things great. Yeah, nobody has to operate in a vacuum in the WordPress community. We're so interconnected. Nobody has to feel isolated uh, because all you have to do is reach out and somebody is there to help you. At least that's been my experience. Yeah, mine too. For sure. So tell us a little bit more, like let's, let's dig in a little bit to like, I mean, you can talk about work if you want to, but let's talk about whatever you want to, WordPress related. Tell us a little bit about organizing. Tell us about what you're doing with WordCamp US. I mean, I know because I'm on the org team too, but um, you know, tell us a little bit about maybe organizing a virtual camp. Just whatever you feel like talking about. I'm here to listen. Well, um, we have a great community here. Um, we're a small growing community and we were faced like all work camps. Once COVID-19 came, you had to make a decision whether you wanted to go ahead, you wanted to postpone, or you wanted to go virtual once that option became available. And the cool thing about our team was um, everybody was gung-ho with going ahead. So even though we were faced with only a 19-day window, we decided to go for it. Um, I think the amazing thing about the virtual camp was that it was rewarding in a totally different way. Um, I always describe it like alien. If you watch the original alien, it was an incredible movie. It was land, you know, landmark groundbreaking an incredible experience, but alien two 
was totally different. Aliens was a different experience, a different type of movie, but it was even better. So to me, the virtual experience, um, I know a few camps have uh, decided not to go for it. I would suggest that they all go for it because it opens up the audience to an international, um, the international communities involved, which is, was one of the best things. We had uh, someone on our volunteer team from Bangladesh, India, and he was saying that he was gonna try to come to Santa Carita based on year one. So that's amazing. In our first year, we had uh, someone from Iceland come down. So you never know who you'll touch with the WordPress message. So mm -hmm. virtual was inc an incredible experience and it was a little different. You know, a lot of the running around that you do at, the, uh, at a physical in-person camp, yes. it's sort of like you're in a, in a control room and you have a lot more, it's a more Zen moment. I felt yeah. like I saw everything happening and I was a lot more calm than in an in-person event. So it was better in a different way. Mm -hmm. Although I missed having the in-person contact, um, it was incredible. So I would say virtual is the way to go. And my role on the US team is um, I'm part of the programming team and I'm gonna head up the onboarding experience as well as um, we've been in contact. I'm, I'm the contact that we'll have with the speakers. Um, a lot of that messaging will be coming from me. So um, that's exciting because again, just like my three month um, leave of absence, this is an experience for me like WordCamp US is a whole different type of WordCamp. And I was just so amazed. Um, during my 90 days, I did it virtually the first year. Mm -hmm. And that made me want to go. And so I went the subsequent two years. Yeah. So it's just a great experience. Um, so I'm looking to get that same re-energy to take our WordCamps or whatever I'm involved in to the next level. So it's a learning experience, but it's incredibly fun too. Because there's so many great, like I'm on David's team. Yes. And it's a lot of great personalities on the team. So it's a lot of fun. I was going to say, how could you not have fun if you're on David's team? I mean, the guy is fun. <laughs> oh, I know his, his voice is what gets me. He's, he's got such an announcer's voice. And, he you does. know, he, he did his game show at our WordCamp. So I got it then. I understood why he had such a great voice. Mm. But, yeah, and he's got a great sense of humor, too. Absolutely. Do you – let me take a step back. So when people were inspiring you – to be part of the WordPress community, um, to you know, be a leader in certain ways, or at least a participant, right, and speaker and things like that. What do you think that like our responsibilities as as people who are in leadership positions um, on WordCamp US, WordCamp Santa Clarita? Uh, what is our responsibility in helping to get the next generation of or the next wave of um, involvement to do the things that we do? How do you think that we can do that better? Well, to me, I think it's two-pronged. I think mm -hmm. what, um, what worked for me, and again, it may not work for everyone, was that I had a lot of crazy ideas that I wanted to see come to fruition. And, I've, and you know, all of us in this community are self-taught in some form or fashion in addition to our base training. Um, so what I thought was incredible was that I had all these crazy ideas and there were people there to encourage me. So that's one great thing, but also, um, there was a lot of training and online resources available. So as long as you have those two things, that's, I feel like I could take the ball and run with it. So all the people that I work with, um, like for instance, I'm, we're in our third year of the camp. So someone else is going to have to take the lead. One of the persons that I have in mind is that I'm providing her with as much information about the process and I'm very helpful. Um, she's or, uh, volunteered to organize on a different camp. Mm -hmm. So I told her, 
try to get as much information up front as possible. And I think as organizers and people that are already in the community, if we provide the resources and learning materials, people will go pick that up and carry it on. So I think you have to have both, a little bit of nurturing and a little bit of resources to make it, make it go. I agree. And then maybe just that tapping people on the shoulder to encourage them to be involved. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and there's a, a great story. Uh, there's a gentleman in our community. Um, we're very good friends. And he was very hesitant to get involved because I think a lot of folks are, you know, trying to grow their own business. They're very business and busy in that sense. And they don't want to commit too much time. And I think I've always seen him. He's been a little hesitant to get involved, but now he's involved with the meetup. He was involved as an organizer and he's slowly dipping his toes in the water, like you mentioned. So just respecting that, you know, people may get into it at different, different times or in different amounts, but just always be there and be encouraging. Yeah. Encouraging. That was the word that was coming to my mind when you were saying that. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's why, and it, and it started way back in phase one of my WordPress and carried that's through that. Awesome. So last year, were you, you were at WordCamp US last year. Yes. And so you know what that experience is all like, of course. Mm -hmm. What are you most looking forward to this year at WordCamp US, given that it's a virtual camp? What is something that, like, we can't hug each other. We can't, like, go out for drinks or, like, get barbecue or something like that. So what do you think is the thing that will, like, re replace that in a way for us to all be connecting? Well, to me, one of the, the, the most fun things that we did at Santa Clarita, which I'm hoping we can expand, was uh, we had two points in the day where everyone could sort of go to a Zoom room and hang out. Mm -hmm. um, if we did that the entire day at US where people were always coming in and out, um, we even, once the camp ended, I think we went three hours past the camp, just hanging out and sharing stories because yeah. the speakers were sharing stories and the audience was interacting. So something that's interactive in that way. I mean, we all know the WordPress, how sessions work and workshop work but the interconnection that we'll miss in person, if we could do something online and that, I think that would make it great. Um, and again, it was a big hit for us. I think that that's where, what people are most concerned about is that there's, um, it's easy to not tune in. So there's gotta be something that makes you wanna connect with people. But I think, I think we got some ideas coming up. I think, it'll, I think we'll be okay. Oh, now, I by, agree. The, by the time this episode airs, we'll have already started announcing, if not announced, who the speakers are for this year. And so I'm not going to ask you any specifics, like what do you think of this one or that one? But tell us like, even ballpark, how many um, applications did you get, speaker applications or speaker talks were submitted for this year? Well, I think we were up to 250 at the, wow. at, I think I saw that number. And we've just started, without giving too much information, we just started sure. the deliberation process. Right. Um, so that for me is fun because I've done it on a local level. I've never, this yeah. is my first time on US. So that's going to be exciting. And I guess the kicker this year is that we want to make sure that the folks are that are presenting have experience in an online format, which is a different thing. And you know, as a podcast host, yeah. uh, doing an interview online is much different than talking to someone in person. So we did um, a workshop a few weeks back where we had people come in, ask questions about the online process, try to provide resources for them. Mm -hmm. So and along the way, we'll do more of that because we want everyone to be as comfortable as possible to have the best experience possible. Sure. It, it's been exciting to watch your team because I'm not on the same team, right? So if anybody's listening, I'm on the PR communications team and Joe's on the, um, the programming team. So it's been really cool to watch your team really take this in such a different direction um, than we've ever had before because of the online nature 
of the event and to host these like town hall meetings where you're answering questions and giving advice as to how to put together those applications and it's it's been really in, encouraging and inspirational to watch you all interact with the public you know the speaker pool that way so you know kudos to you guys for all that you've been putting all the efforts you've been putting in oh thanks and i know one thing you know we dealt with it at santa Clarita too some people didn't want you know, we initially did our speakers, we had our speaker line up mm -hmm. when it was going to be an in-person event. And only a few dropped out because they didn't want to do it online. So it's a different experience for everyone. But I think as this crisis is, is you know, the pandemic has extended and we're sort of used to the stay-at-home routine, a lot more people are getting involved. And for me, what's exciting is there's been an exponential growth or explosion in terms of the number of people that attend. I know mm -hmm. for us personally, I think our camp, Work Camp Santa Clarita, uh, the attendance was up, I think, 300% over the in-person. And I think each subsequent camp, I think Kent was 3,000%. So can you imagine how many people are going to tune in for U.S.? It's going to be incredible. So I'm so excited to see how everyone interacts and what we can provide for people to, to have that sort of connectivity to make WordPress work. Well, the work that you've done, um, specifically with Santa Clarita, and then also what San Antonio and Kent have done, has inspired my local WordCamp. So I was the originator of WordCamp Rochester several years back, but I'm not even on the team anymore. I'm, I'm the mentor, so they check in with me if they have questions, but I'm not part of the planning process anymore. And they decided, hey, let's go full force ahead and do an online camp. So, you know, thanks for paving the way so that they can uh, be in the planning stages to do something pretty awesome uh, here in Rochester, too. Oh, thanks. The great thing was, and again, it's that nurturing that I talked about. Um, when we decided to move forward with WordCamp Santa Clarita, Cami had uh, introduced me to the San Antonio team who were just gearing up for their camp, and I volunteered on their staff. And so I got a lot of nurturing from them, a lot of best practices that I handed off to the Kent team who was volunteers. So it all works together. And to me, each camp is getting better. I'm really excited. I think you're speaking at Denver also. I am, yeah. Yeah, I am. so I'm excited to see what they do because each camp is getting better because they're getting more um, back, you know, backstory of best practices to move mm -hmm. forward with. So it's exciting. Yeah. I'm actually talking about Coffee Talk at Oh, that's Denver. cool. Oh, great. <laughs> so, so great. I mean, anybody that, know, that listens to the podcast knows that I ask the same questions of everybody. I got data, man. I got lots of data. So I'm going to be pulling together some slides and talking about the different things that I've learned from all of you who've been so kind to be my guests. So I'm really excited. Oh, awesome. And you know, the, the great thing is that I'm a data nut too, and I'm trying to bring that to the programming team too. Oh, cool. So I'm excited to see what you do because to me, the user experience should always be driven by data that you get from your users or, yeah, so it makes a better product all around. So Absolutely. I love the fact that you're doing data on a podcast because I haven't heard anyone else you know, on podcasts, talk about, hey, yeah. this is our data, or do a, a show that even recaps what they've seen right. in the last year, other than the content. Ooh. I might have to do that for maybe my 100th episode coming up. I don't know. You just gave me some ideas. Hey, we're working <laughs> together. Well, I don't think there's other podcasts that, that are the same exact format, right, where I ask every single person, like, what are two or three must-have plugins? Well, that gives me data, right? So I know what, what 100 people who are leaders in their you know, whether there's leaders in their local or leaders, um, you know, global community, what they think those should be. And so it's been, it's been a lot, a real, and I never set out for it to be that way. I'm like, that, well, like, let's have a podcast and aggregate data, but, <laughs> but, it, but it's, 
a byproduct. So it's kind of cool to be able to share that information out again. Do you, do you feel like it, it's shaping what you're going to do in your next hundred episodes or how do you think you're going to use that data? Yeah. Um, I think it, for me, using the data is really just about informing, um, informing listeners with it. Right. So I, I really think of myself as a, I'm not the storyteller, really. I'm facilitating the storytelling. Um, all you, you wonderful guests are actually telling your story and I'm just the conduit or my podcast is the conduit to kind of get that out there. So if I could aggregate the data that comes out there and just also share it with listeners and share it with the community, um, that's really all that, that I would ever hope to do with it. Um, I don't, I'm not planning to change up the format. I think it works really well. And I think people, like they see that somebody's gonna be on the show and they're like, I wonder what he thinks are, you know, the, t the best two or three plugins. I wonder which, who she admires in the community and those kinds of, kinds of questions. Mm -hmm. So I don't have any plans right now to change it up too much, but I don't know, maybe I'll, add a question here or there as, as time goes by, but it's been a lot of fun. That's awesome. for sure. Awesome. For sure. And so um, you're, mm -hmm. oh, no, 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 go ahead. ahead. <laughs> no, I, I was <laughs> just going to move into the next part. So you go the, ahead. The worst thing is that I tend to ask a lot of questions. I like it. How, what was the genesis of WP Coffee Talk? <laughs> what made you come up with the idea? Okay. So in 2017, I was at WordCamp Portland, Maine. And my best friend and I drove up there uh, and she went to that camp with me and I was speaking on, on their Friday um, for like the intro to WordPress type Friday track. So Saturday I didn't have, I, I was done. I got to just attend camp and she and I were like, Oh, there's this guy talking about podcasting. I was wondering about that. Let's go sit in on that one. So in 2017, you know, two years before I even thought about having a podcast, I was sitting there listening to like all this information about podcasting. And that was pretty cool. And then, you know, I hear more and more about people having podcasts. And then I started getting invited as a guest onto podcasts. And I was like, podcasting's kind of cool. I wonder if I could do that. So I thought, why not try it? It'll probably die a sad little death. I might get five or six episodes and then either I'll get bored or I won't find people to talk to. Nobody will want to be on the show. Um, that didn't happen. It's been crazy, crazy fun and lots of people to talk to. And, you know, going on, I just finished a year. Um, you were part of my celebration last week oh, when we celebrated. It was fun. A year, and you know, I've I've recorded over a hundred episodes, and um, it's yeah, it's it's nothing like I ever could have imagined. It's so much better than I ever could have imagined. So that's fun. incredible. And just one interesting note uh, about your your birthday, your celebration. Uh -huh. um, I was roped into singing by Abha. Over in London, so so now I think I'm on the hook. The next time I see her, or or I'm at a work camp with her, I'm going to have to sing. So I don't know what she, <laughs> I don't know what she's expecting barbershop quartet or like rap music, but somewhere in between, probably. I know I sing in the shower very badly, but we'll see. I'll have to practice. It'll be fun. Whatever it is, it'll be fun. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. So let me move into those rapid fire questions. Um, as right. I always say, I'll ask them rapidly, but you take as much time as you'd like to answer them because uh, okay. I am interested in what you have to say, of course. So the first question is, what are two or three must-have plugins you would recommend to somebody building their own website? Hmm. It's interesting that you may ask. At Denver, I'm going to speak about um, my Lucky 7 plugins. And oh, it's going to be a whole speech. But again, it's, it's the funny thing about it is I open this presentation singing like some swing music in a bad way. <laughs> I'm going to compare WordPress to Las Vegas in relation to plugins. So, um, Are you I singing would say, Luck Be a Lady? 
Are you starting with yeah. Let's Be a Lady? Oh, I yeah. love it. I can't wait to hear it. <laughs> yeah. So um, the plugins I would recommend, of course, it's you got to always cover your bases. You always want your site up. So you probably want um, a backup site. You want to keep it safe. So I would say like WordFence, um, a backup. No, not backup, buddy. Updraft is a good uh, mm -hmm. plugin. I think Yoast or Jetpack. I think Jetpack is always a must uh, mm -hmm. for a lot of folks, especially if you're a beginner. Yeah. Um, you know, some people have uh, a, a opinion on it one way or the other because of how expansive it is and how many plugins within the plugin it has. But mm -hmm. I think mm -hmm. at least to cover your bases, it has contact form. It has social media. It has so many things built in, you know, yeah. CDN, image optimization, that a lot of people, instead of going out and finding all these on right. your own, um, yeah, those are three, and I think I gave you four. So That's those are okay. the ones I would recommend. Yeah, I'm, I don't ever penalize for an extra answer. Okay. That's like a bonus. It's a bonus. That's right. You know, it's, it's like the old show, whose line is it anyway? The points don't count. <laughs> okay. <laughs> nice. At any point in your WordPress journey, have you had a mentor, somebody that you looked up to, whether it was official capacity or not, um, and who was it? Hmm. I would say, I mean, it, it varies. And I think I mentioned a little bit about all the people that have stepped in and, and given me kind words. Um, I'm going to have to say, and again, all those people I mentioned before, I would consider mentors. But for me, one of the coolest um, experiences I've had in terms of this part of my journey was the uh, one of the people that was at my very first meetup is uh, an old hat or old head in the LA community, Steve Harvey. Um, mm -hmm. He was in the audience and he heard me say, I'm gonna do WordCamp Santa Clarita. And when I decided to go through with it, I leaned on him heavily for advice and he would give me a lot of advice because he was on the LA team at one point. And this particular WordCamp, um, in another life, I was a designer. So I always come up with the visual look for our team. And that's sort of my, um, um, my chocolate, so to speak. It's my candy. I enjoy it. And he's a big racing fan. He does the whole NASCAR thing. He writes a blog about racing. And so our theme was racing because Santa Clarita had a racetrack that okay. was sort of the basis for our look. And he, he and I consulted. It was just like being on a movie set where you bring in like the martial art expert to, to do the fight scenes or you have someone come in and do the stunts. And so it, that kind of stuff is what makes WordPress great. Like, you know, no matter what you're thinking, there's somebody that's there to help you. So, and he did this of, of his own free will. It was something that he was interested in, but he was so happy to nurture me along and provide that information. Like the colors are based on, you know, most racing teams are a certain color. So he gave me all that hardcore data that I was able to take and run with and sort of come up with the look. So, so I would say Stephen Harvey is probably awesome. uh, one of the people I consider a mentor. That's great. Now, not, so let's take him off the table for a minute because I don't want you to give me the same answer for two questions in a row. Who is somebody that you admire in the WordPress community and why? Ooh. Um, I don't want to sound like a suck up, but one of my favorite things, and it was, it happened at the very first, uh, WordCamp US, the virtual event that I attended, was seeing Matt's state of the word. I, I get so inspired by that. I mean, it sort of lays out the roadmap. And I really appreciate how a lot of times, even if it's a controversial subject, one year, um, you know, when Gutenberg launched, there was a sort of a, a rift in the water so, or a ripple in the water and how he handled those questions. Um, 
I think it's incredible to lead and be responsive at the same time. And mm -hmm. the, the tone of that speech, the state of the word is always amazing to me. So that inspires me, and, you know, especially when you're trying to think of things or dream about things you want to mm -hmm. do. Um, I try to sort of formulate it in the same way that he does. Yeah. Um, so I would say he's probably one. And again, awesome. I've never met him. I would love to meet him um, because I think it's inspiring in a different way. I've seen him, like, for instance, when I went to that intensive workshop way back sure. up in Napa, yeah. he was there and he spoke, but I've never been introduced but I just I just love the vibe and, and again it's always his manner is always so calm and collected and it comes across in what he believes in mm -hmm. in terms of the WordPress and where he wants to take it so I, I really enjoy um, yeah. seeing him as a mentor indirectly but he's a mentor sure well and and that year that you're talking about the Gutenberg year was, that was the first year in uh, Nashville <clears throat> I yeah. think maybe the second year no it was the second year in Nashville and it very much felt like he was in front of the firing squad with all the questions. And you're right. I mean, I think he was sweating a little bit, but he stayed calm, cool, and collected in how he responds to everybody. So that, that's definitely an admirable quality for sure. I know, especially if we think of how um, our commander in chief handles press conferences and handles questions. <laughs> it's a totally different leadership approach. Absolutely. Not yeah, to get political at all. Not, not to get political, but if somebody ran the country like like um, a tech company, maybe the things would be a little bit easier for the rest of us. Yeah. Yeah. You never know. Um, what's something that you still want to learn in WordPress, but you haven't tackled yet? Well, to me, I, I love creating things. Um, the building of things is really, really cool. I would love to be a better developer. I always try to go down the development tracks and learn, but you know, I'm just too busy with things. So I've always wanted to build a theme. And now that things are shifting over to Gutenberg, it would be great to build a block. Sure. So I would love to learn how to do that. Um, that's something I need another uh, long vacation. <laughs> <laughs> or, or something of that nature. We just got to uh, one of our kids just graduated from college. And when the other one's out, I'll have a lot more free time. So I figured that's going to be my phase three in WordPress. Is yeah. when I could sort of, I have a bucket list of things I want. I know that's one of your questions. I have a it bucket. <laughs> and a theme was one, or yeah. now a block was one of the things I wanted to do in WordPress. Well, when you plan your next 90 days, let's make sure it's a plan and not an event that you didn't plan for. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh, I know. I know. <laughs> no more cardiac issues, please. Uh, <laughs> we need fine. you around for sure. Thank you. Um, what is one of the biggest mistakes you've ever made in WordPress, and what did you learn from it? Ooh, and it's, it's a recent one. Um, I, I heard um, at WordCamp Kent, uh, Nathan Ingram was talking on a business topic and he said, when you have a client that complains about their former developer or designer, run in the other direction as fast as you can. So I didn't run in the other direction. And uh, this gentleman came to our meetup and you know he, he was asking for help and then over time, he reached out to me specifically and said, I need help. Um, I want somebody to do this for me and teach me how to make my own changes, et cetera, et cetera. So I went through the process. Um, I built the site for him. I had a tutorial where I showed him, these are kind of things you want to do. 10 days later, the site was down because he had gone in and, and he um, said, oh, I didn't do anything. And I went in and I looked at the revision and I said, I think it was. Um, so that was... So it, it allowed me to learn, though. I mean, I know the things that I should sort of tell them not to do and sort of lock things down. 
but that was probably my biggest mistake was that I didn't see that he was going to go in and not just do those basic things that I showed him, right. try to do something advanced. And it was like a, it was a plug-in conflict that caused the site to crash. Mm-hmm. And I think he started installing things on his own. So yeah. So it's something that you can't see, but again, I should have had my, um, the, the, the hair on, on my back, should have, <laughs> on the back of my back should have stood up. Like said, alert, oh, other, red flag. Like my other designer, this, my other designer, that. So I should have taken that as a warning. I gave a talk a couple of times last year. I, I think it's on WordPress. I know it's on WordPress TV actually from um, Hamilton about um, client proofing your site, but encouraging them and enabling them to actually use their site at the same time. So that might be a good one. <laughs> oh, I know. And like I said, now I know. Um, and I've heard, um, and I've heard a couple uh, presentations since on how to sort of client proof your site. So yeah, a little more to learn. There's always something to learn. I've been Absolutely. in WordPress for years and you still learn something. Oh, trust me. I make mistakes all the time. <laughs> What's your proudest WordPress moment? Uh, I would say the, the WordCamp Santa Clarita. Um, but then there could be one that's coming up. Um, in our company, I mentioned our, and I, and I used to call him Evil Doug. Um, once he left the company, we're now uh, readdressing whether to bring our mothership site over into WordPress. And so this week, as a matter of fact, I put together a whole demo on a staging site, um, showing them how we could build the pages, did a demo, et cetera, et cetera. And so now that little boat is out on the water and they're looking at it. So hopefully that'll be my biggest achievement. But I would say WordCamp Santa Clarita was, because again, it was sort of a pipe dream. Mm -hmm. You know, I think the last, a work camp north of Los Angeles and south of San Francisco was Ventura in 2014. And and a lot of people didn't think we could do it. Right. And so it was sort of like the little engine that could. Mm-hmm. So that was really rewarding. And plus just the interaction from the people that came. Um, a few folks who have been in the community for a while said, wow, Joe, this is one of the best work camps I'd ever been to. Nice. Let alone a first time thing. So I was like, wow, that's pretty amazing. So that meant a lot because again, we have a small community and I hope we will continue to grow and I'm excited to see where it goes. So that was, that was rewarding. And plus um, um, my wife was involved. Like, you know, it was sort of like, she finally understood why I was into all this craziness. So, so it was fun. That is exciting when you could make it a family affair like that (laughs) and she could join you. That's great. That's lovely. I love your passion about it too. Oh, thank you. Um, This year, uh, one of the neat things, even though it's a virtual camp, um, I had my mom involved and uh, my mom's a cancer patient. Unfortunately, her cancer came back and she was inspiration for me creatively. Um, I used to see her write poetry and knit and do make all these incredible things when I was young. And so I wanted to collaborate with her. And the first year of Santa Clarita um, was a bad spot in terms of her health. And this year I, I said, uh, when I was, I was with her, I said, we have to work together on camp. So um, I, I reached out to her and she knitted these cool scarves in our theme wow. uh, that I gave to a few speakers. And the thing that was emotional for me was that we put a pink stripe in. There are a couple of people that spoke at our camp that were cancer survivors. And so I said, mm-hmm. so they mean something that I worked with her. And then it means doubly something that I gave it to certain people. So I always try to do that to make a long story short. My daughter's an illustrator at an art school. She's mm-hmm. at this art school down in, uh, Los Angeles. And I hope that she'll do some of the illustrations for us next year kind of thing. So I'm always trying to involve the creative people I know to do something. special. That's wonderful. 
what a great story you know kudos to your mom for getting involved too and and your wife and uh you know best wishes for your mom's health too of course yeah because it's something she enjoys and it was it you know it it connected us mm-hmm. so that was something that really and like i said I, I i probably get choked up but um yeah it's it's it was special for me it was really Absolutely. special for me it's like i don't even want to ask the next question because that was so cool but i'm gonna anyway so <laughs> The next question is just, if you weren't working in, in web and web technologies and WordPress, what's something else that you might like to attempt as a career? Well, I know way back, like I was an, uh, an artist at one point, a graphic designer. Uh, when I was in high school, I wanted to be an animator. And I actually won a film festival. I always thought wow. I would be an animator. And that's why I'm sort of in Hollywood. Um, I wanted to come here to, to do animation. So I would love to do that. Um, I would love to be to make a small a short film or something like that. So, if I had that extra time again, sure. when my daughter graduates in two years, maybe that's going to be my next career. It's uh, making the, making the short film. And maybe your daughter as an illustrator will be part of that with you. Maybe you can do a well, team effort. Well, you know they're both um, gone in the game mm-hmm. development direction. Like my son is going to be on the front end, you know, mm-hmm. coding games, but she wants to do character development, stuff like that. So my joke with them is that we should build a game together and I could do. Oh yeah. So I don't know if I could rope her in. I hope to. And you know, right now when you're young, you sort of want to do one thing. I said, mm-hmm. you should think about all the things you could do, not just that yeah. one thing, but we'll see when she comes around, I'll have her work on the film. With me. <laughs> well, I can't wait to see it. So you've got to keep me in the loop for sure. Oh, awesome. Cool. <laughs> What's something on your bucket list? You mentioned your bucket list earlier. So tell us, what's something on your bucket list? Well, I have, um, I work for a transit agency and I met so many great people. I've been there for over 30 years. And uh, the funny thing is that I was the youngest person when I started and now I'm like the oldest person. But um, I met quite a few of the bus operators. Uh, One Mm -hmm. guy I met through the public speaking group that I was in, um, he flies planes. He flies small planes. And he's always been saying, Joe, come up, let's go, let's go for a flight. So I want to do that. That's the next thing I want to do. As a matter of fact, he invited me to go bike riding recently, but I'm going to say, I want to go up in your plane. So I want to do that. Tell him I've been I don't know if you, <laughs> Oh, I know. Have you, have you done a small plane before? Like my wife is so petrified, but I was like, you only go around once. I'm willing to try anything and everything one time, especially after my heart event. I'm like, I yeah. want to see the see the world from a small plane instead of a big plane. So when I was, I think 16 or 17, I went to summer camp up in the Adirondack mountains and we had um, a seaplane land on the lake there. And, and I think it was like 20 bucks. We got to each, like we, there was four of us at a time. We got to go up in the seaplane and see the Adirondacks from the air and then land on the water again. So that's my only time doing that. I've been in a helicopter once too, but just so cool. You're going to love it. I, you're just gonna love it. Well, that was fun. I, I know one of the things, one of the biggest regrets is, um, and today's my wedding anniversary, by the way. Oh, um, when we had our, oh, thank you. When we had our fifth anniversary, we went to Hawaii, mm-hmm. and we had the opportunity on Kauai to go up in the helicopter to the rainforest, and we didn't. No. So, so that's why I don't want to let this uh, plane flight slip through my fingers because you'll never know when you get another shot. So. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely remind him that he asked you that so that you can go do that. And then take pictures, yeah. lots of pictures. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. We have so many in Southern California. There's a million small airports around. So, 
uh, we'll do it. And I'll, I'll definitely share the pictures on Twitter. Yeah, can't, can't wait to see them for sure. Uh, cool. Show us or tell us about a hidden talent you have that the WordPress community might not know about. Ooh. Um, I mean, Ava thinks it's singing, but. Oh, I know. <laughs> um, I love music. I mean, I, I know um, I've already spoken about animating and illustration. Those are mm -hmm. things that I love to do. Like um, I always do our wild pool. I always do that kind of stuff, but um, I'm a big music fan and on the wall here. Um, I have lots of albums and things like that. Mm -hmm. um, I love um, jazz music and I love swing music. So mm -hmm. um, I sort of delve into that um, quite a bit. I love to see it live. So that's one thing I'm really missing uh, during the coronavirus is not mm -hmm. seeing live music. Um, so I would say that's probably, uh, it's not a hidden talent. I want to play. I have a guitar that I make bad noises on. So I would love to... Um, to take some lessons in Spain on the flamenco guitar or something. Oh, cool. Uh, um, I would say that's the closest I have to a hidden talent or hobby. Have you, have you been to um, any shows at the Hollywood Bowl? That's something that I'd like to do someday is be oh, in the audience you there. Come. You should come. You, could, uh, you, know, if, if you, you know, if you're coming to Santa Cruz next year, maybe, well, I don't think the summer session starts, but um, we used to, at, at one of the first companies I worked at in Los Angeles a long time ago, um, we would go as a company to the Hollywood Bowl at the end of the season. So we would go to the JBC Jazz Festival. And the cool thing about the Hollywood Bowl, there, there are two theaters here that you really need to do if you're coming here. There's a Greek theater, which is an outdoor amphitheater. It's more modern. Mm -hmm. But the Hollywood Bowl is the historic and classic one. Um, um, and so they have a great, um, not just the bench seating, they have like little booths where you can have your picnics and stuff. Oh, nice. And they have areas where they'll come and serve you or mm -hmm. they have like a, a lawn area where you can bust out your picnic and sit on the grass and watch the concert. So it's an amazing thing, especially when you see the sunrise. I mean, the mm -hmm. sunset over Hollywood mm -hmm. and then because the, it's, it nest, it's nestled in the hills. So it's, it's an incredible experience. I think I saw Miles Davis last performance there. Oh, wow. Um, I saw Dinah Roll. Ross there, uh -huh. um, it, it's pair. You'll pass right through Hollywood, so you'll get the whole LA experience. Wow, that sounds amazing. Yeah, yeah. that would yeah. be something. I, I'll have to put that on my bucket list then, to be able to do that. Yeah. Oh, it's cool. a lot of fun. It's really pretty too. Yeah. Especially on a summer's night, it'll cool down because you know it's mm -hmm. usually super hot in the daytime, but it'll get cool enough where you can put a, a, a small sweater on, and it's just mm -hmm. incredible experience. Very cool. Well, now I really want to. Now I really want to go. So I'll have to make that happen, for sure. I oh, know. I'll start sharing. I'll share the calendar with you every year. That'll that'll torture you until you do it. It will for sure. For sure. Absolutely. Like no, Joe is sending it to me again. Maybe this is the year. <laughs> Not this year, but next year maybe. Um, last last question I have is how do we find you online? So like, what's your Twitter? What's your website? Give us some information. Well, um, I I generally close all my presentations with. My information is Joe Simpson Jr. One word uh, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. My site is Joe Simpson Jr. Info um, or Joe Simpson Info. So you can reach me there. Um, yeah. And I'm always open. Um, I'm always here to help. Uh, so I always encourage folks to reach out with questions or if they have concerns or anything they want to discuss in terms of WordPress or anything in general. I'm always here. 
you're definitely somebody who is very encouraging, very uplifting. And um, I don't think I'd ever hesitate to reach out to you if I had a question about anything. I know that if you had the answer, you would absolutely give it to me. So I appreciate that very much about you. Or I could uh, sing really bad uh, swing lyrics and and burst your ear. I can't wait to hear that too. That sounds like fun. Next in-person event we're at, we're going to, we're going to sing together one way or the other. Well, either people will love it or they'll hate it. We'll find a way. I've heard your voice. It's very, very pretty. Thanks. Did you you sing professionally? Did you sing professionally or in a choir or? I studied in college. I took a year, I was a vocal performance major for my first year of college and I come from a long line of musicians. So. Oh, that's amazing. Now I have to hear the whole backstory. When I see you well, in So here's my, my funniest story about my family's um, music is I was at WordCamp Buffalo, uh, my first year of joining them as, a, as a, an organizer for WordCamp Buffalo. And after the um, speaker dinner the night before, there was just three of us sitting at the bar and they were like, you have to try a Moscow mule. I'm like, okay. So we're sitting there and something had happened at, with the Buffalo Sabres, the, the hockey team, trading somebody or something. I'm so not into that that I don't, I didn't really think about it at all. And so they're talking about this player, that player. And I said, oh, the only thing I know about hockey, I said, my grandfather used to play for the Chicago Blackhawks. And they said, really? What position? I said, the organ. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's funny. (laughs) I didn't mean it to be funny, but it it was funny. So like, yeah, so he wasn't, he wasn't a hockey player. He was a piano, he was the organ player, the musician. I said, no, he was the guy that went like, da-da-da-da-da-da, you know, so. He was yeah. a player, but not a, a player player. <laughs> not, an a, not an athlete. <laughs> not an athlete player. Oh, that's so that, cool. that's, that's my funny story. But anyway, anybody listening, um, all of the show notes will be at WPCoffeeTalk.com. You can find Joe's episode there and um, find all the links and things that we've talked about today for sure. Um, anything else you'd like to share with us, Joe, before I let you go for your anniversary dinner with your wife? <laughs> Oh, no, that's it. It's funny because she's pacing outside the door. No, just kidding. Um, yeah, just thanks for having me. It was such a blast. And like I said, I can't wait to meet you in person so I can give you a hug. Thanks yeah, for having likewise. me on. And look forward to your next 100 episodes. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for sharing of your time and talent um, so greatly to the community. You are absolutely a treasure in the community. And I'm so grateful to know you. And I can't wait for that hug when we actually do meet in person, too. So thank you so much for being here today. And to everybody out there listening, uh, thanks for another great episode of WP Coffee Talk, and we'll see you on the next one. Bye. See you, Michelle.